You have reached a phone call from Paul, a literary hub podcast. To hear more, visit lethub.com. Paul Holden Graber's conversation with John Berger. Hello? Hello, could I please speak with John Berger? John, this is Paul Holdengraber calling you. I'm very, very happy to to have you on the on the call now um, after this uh, abominable night we've experienced in America. Yes, 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 yes. But you, were you very, very surprised? Um. Yes, you know, I'll I'll answer the way you you just answered by saying yes, 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 and then you can react to my many yeses. I understand. Um, I I take it I take it you were not surprised. No, but you uh, but you are you are a student of what it means to uh, to be implicated in in a a world of um, of politics and such and yes. and and to also abandon uh, abandon a career at one point of painting. Because you just couldn't take it anymore. Oh no 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 no! no. You misunderstand. I mean, politics are absolutely essential to me. But but you know, the politics of the latest American election is something else. I mean, there's a guy which I'm with, which I'm less familiar and less close. Um, but sure, 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 I followed and thought and wondered. And, and I think the answer to your question is, actually, I thought that he would win. Really? Really? I'm, 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 I'm so curious about that, and I wonder why, because, you know, not, not unlike my, my own father, who was born in 1918 in Vienna, just short of the end of the First World War, if he were alive today, I have a feeling that he would have said to me, and I would have resisted it very greatly, John, he would have said to me, Trump will win. And I'm, I'm, I'm pleased in a way that he didn't get to see this, because I think it would have, um, well, I don't know if it would have uh, uh, affected him. I don't, know, I don't know what you think, and why you think you you why you imagined he would win? I'm so curious. Of course, you're right. Unfortunately, no, but no, but I can't. No, you know, I can't. Just a hunch, just a hunch, and 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 the fact that in a world where politicians.
political commentators go on gas-bagging and saying absolutely nothing so that we're surrounded by hot air, uh, whereas the facts are different. In such a climate, somebody who is actually um, saying something, who... Uh, um, who um, who seems to suggest that there may be a connection between what he's said and what he will do, such a person uh, is um, huh, uh, um, a way out of a vacuous nightmare. Even, even if the way out is is, uh, is is dangerous or vicious. So, so the less you say, the better chance you have. No. 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 On the contrary, uh, 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 the less. Uh, the less hot air you make, and the, and the more tangible you are, the better chance you have at this moment. It's disheartening, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes. But, but it's like that. Um, 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 you know, to, um, to, today, today in... in in the little press I've seen, because it's so, so abominable that it's really quite hard to, to read about it. And there is a, at least in New York City, John, there, there is a, I, I would say, a, a palpable, tangible um, level of depression, which makes you also realize to what extent we, we live really in a, in a bubble, I mean, a, a, a real bubble. And the, the word that is being used all the time, you may or may not be interested to know, is a word, is a word of how, how angry uh, so much of the American electorate is. And they're angry at, and this is a word that is being used, John, again and again and again. They are angry at the elite. And, and they're angry at the elite, not because it's an elite in an old-fashioned old way. But elites have always been uh, criticizable or suspected. But because it's an elite that talks and talks and talks, and there is no connection between its talk and its actions and what's really happening in the world. <coughs> um... Um, so it's a kind of elitism, which is an abstraction. Right. It, is, it isn't elitism in the sense, I imagine, that you and I would have once upon a time understood that word. Exactly. Exactly. 
You know, I am I am reminded of a, a line by Brecht at this particular moment, uh, which I am sure of all people you would know well. And I wonder if it's applicable in any sense to the period we're living in, where he says, in the dark times, will there also be singing? Yes, there will be also singing about the dark times. Exactly. Exactly. Well, that's so true. So true. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Um, um, have you, have you seen this book of mine, which has just come out, little tiny book, which is, which is, um, 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 which has a, um, um, no, okay, it's a tiny book of essays, and, and, um, um, uh, there's, uh, there's an essay in it exactly about that subject. Oh, really? In, in what way? What is the essay? Um, well, you know, I forget, I forget what it's called now. Uh, I think it's called Tra-la-la-la-la-la. Oh, I love that. Like, uh, like that. Um, um, um. Oh, but you know, I, you must forgive me, but I must stop now because I have, I have somebody who's come to collect me and I have to go out. Well, be, before you before you before you go out, um, uh, John, just a, a, a few more minutes, if we could. I'm I'm wondering. I, I know you have this new collection of essays, and which you and you you just celebrated your 90th birthday, which I hope was 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 celebrated with some some zest and some gusto. I know that people from around the world were celebrating you. And I, I hope you know that. Um, at, at this, yes. at this moment, what what are you what are you working on, and what are you what are you reading? Well, oh, I'm reading a new book by the Indian writer Arundhati Roy. And how are you finding it? Wonderful, absolutely wonderful. Um, you see, the, you you know her work. Yes, of course I do, and I admire her greatly. I admire her greatly. I've never spoken with her, but she's someone certainly on my list. And 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 the new book that you've published, I've seen announcements of it um, in the Guardian and elsewhere. I think um, Prosser and other people have mentioned it. Uh, to me, uh, I, I I know it, and you know, um, I have followed your work for probably as long as I've been conscious. <laughs> probably for I mean, you have been, you know, part of my my intellectual and emotional landscape for just about as long as I've ever as I've uh, ever had a thought. No. And, 
Well, no, really. I mean, you know, I'm I'm another one of those victims of Walter Benjamin, and spent many years in my my early early years writing about the figure of the collector in Walter Benjamin, the Zamla. Yes. And and so you know the whole notion of collecting and recollecting, and yes. and, and the whole notion of the diaspora, so that you're you're you're. Your your fabulous fabulous line um, that poetry can repair no loss, but it defies the spaces in between by by reassembling what has been scattered. Seemed to me one of the most profound things I've ever read, and and hopeful. And I I'm choosing to read it today in this very very dark day, as. Yeah. Having the having shards of hope, you know what what yes. what. yes, 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 yes. What keeps you going? Oh. Um. The next page. Did you? Did, uh, yeah. And and was there such a page today? Uh, yes. Well, the page today. I'm. I'm. Yes, I'm thinking about a thing I want to write. Little essays I want to write. What What will it be? Can you tell me a little bit about it? Not really. It's so don't. Only that I think that. Um. Um. um I think that all desire, including sexual, is the desire to be in a certain place. Um, it's only a place. consoles us and gives us energy. But when I say place, I don't mean a geographical place. I know, I know, I know. Um, 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 I'm thinking about that. Um, um, uh, uh, um, yes. So it's, 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 Kind of a landscape of our, a, a geography of our imagination, in some sense. Yes, but it's more it's more physical than that. It's just it's just where your finger fits, or where your foot uh, rests turned outwards. 
I, I love that passage in the in the movie where you 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 show Tilda how your father would peel an apple. Yeah, yeah, I But I mean, in in a way, that's what you're talking about. It's a, it's a new book called Confabulations. That's it. That's it. I have to get it. I, I'm not sure it's yet made it to these shores, but I will. I will order it and for sure read it. Um, yes, well, it should be there within the next few weeks. Well, I will. I will definitely, definitely get it. I have one more question before I let you go. Um, at this moment in 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 your in your life, are there certain books or certain movies that you you go back to? That still provide you with with joy. You know, I'm I'm always so interested by the relationship between aging and taste. What do we remain faithful to? Well, I remain above all faithful to poetry, uh, to to Neruda, to. And do you do you know any poems by heart? No. No, I don't, and I never have. I mean, I'm familiar with them, and, and I love reading them, and I love reading them out loud, and I read quite well. Uh, but I, but I've never learnt poetry by heart. You know, I once had occasion, John, to speak, and I wonder if he's close to you. I once had occasion to speak with W.S. Merwin. And he was magnificent, John. And I, I, I admitted to him, kind of shamefully, that I, unlike in my earlier years when I was younger, and I would read quite a lot of poetry, particularly you know, having grown up in a French-speaking country, Baudelaire and Rimbaud and Mallarmé and so many other poets, I said, you know, I don't read a lot of poetry. And he said, Paul, you have it completely wrong. Don't read poetry. Read poems. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. That's that's a that's a wonderful, wonderful quotation. Why why does it touch you? Well, I don't know. It's just because it's true. It is true, and, um, um, and because every poem is different, and 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 every poem has its place in in the reader's life, which has nothing to do with poetry. With a capital P. Right, and it has nothing to do with poetry, which if you have a capital P, seems forbidding and seems like you can't approach it. But if you read a Neruda poem, or you read a Brecht poem, as I read to you a moment ago about dark times, there is enough. There is enough, and, and 
and, and we don't need much more. Are you familiar with the work of Mary Oliver? Um, no, uh, yes, no. Well, she she's a poet who must be in her mid-70s now, and she has a very short poem, which is just four lines li long, which is called The Uses of Sorrow. And in parenthesis, she writes, In my sleep I dreamed this poem. And here is a poem. Someone I loved once gave me a box full of darkness. It took me years to understand that this, too, was a gift. <sighs> oh, beautiful. Beautiful. Oh, very, very beautiful. Can I read it to you one more time? Yes, do that. The Uses of Sorrow, and in parenthesis, In my sleep I dreamed this poem. Someone I loved once gave me a box full of darkness. It took me years to understand that this, too, was a gift. Ah, wonderful. Oh, thank you, thank you. I shall now... Uh, carry that uh, uh, with me all the evening. Well, I will. I will find a way um, to send it to you and to send you a collection of her books, um, of her poems, so that you can carry a few around as you as you walk in 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 your streets and 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 rest at home, uh, because I think it will speak to you. And I will get confabulations and and read your most recent essays, John. John, it's such a, such a privilege and, and pleasure to speak to you, and I hope our paths cross in person. We have never, we have never met, but I, I, I have lived with you for a very, very long time, and you've made my life better. Oh, thank you, thank you. And I, I hope we meet too. I hope so too. And don't hesitate to suggest it. I, I, I'll try to find a way uh, next time I'm in Europe to, to make a special trip to, to see you. I know that for Ben Lerner, this was such a great, great moment. You do that. And meanwhile, meanwhile, take care. You do too. And let's not despair, uh, let's not despair too much. No poetry with a capital P. And I embrace you. I embrace you too, John. Take care of your good self. Thank you. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Bye-bye, John. Bye-bye.